Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's session of No to Serve Diaries. If you are new to the podcast, I'm your host, Alicia Ward. And if you're an oldie but goodie, thank you so much for taking the time out to tune in. This week, we don't have any listener notes to share, but I would like to encourage you to send your feedback on this week's episode to alicia at noticefdiaries.com. That's A-L-I-C-I-A at noticefdiaries.com. Or you can slide into my DMs on Instagram and share your comment there at noticefdiaries. Anything that I would have said that would have registered with you that you really want to share your perspective on, I would love to hear from you. Now, this week, I want to pose a question to you. I want to ask you, are you operating from your zone of genius? What is that, Alicia? What are you talking about? What is my zone of genius? I'm basically asking you, are you doing that thing that excites you? that you're passionate about, that thing that you would do whether you're paid or not, that thing that you just burst with joy every time you think about it or talk about it. Are you doing that thing right now as part of your career? I was inspired to talk about this from my own experience just last week where I sat with my mentor for basically most of, I think it was Thursday, And we were just talking, exchanging ideas, making certain plans for certain things. And what I was most happy about or what I was most blessed by was that she allowed me to share, you know, um, about production, about podcasting and give advice in that area and stuff like that. And at the end of it, I was so charged. I was so excited because it felt good to talk about something I'm passionate about. It felt good to share with someone that I trust, that I'm I'm really close to what sets me on fire. You know, she, she was asking questions. She was allowing me to share information on equipment that I use and stuff like that. And we were just going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It was such a charged conversation. I went home on cloud nine. And when I thought back on it, when I got home, I realized even more that I really do love this thing that I do, podcasting, production, um, creating content. I genuinely love it, right? And it got me thinking how many of us would prefer to be doing something else But because of the various excuses that we give ourselves, what we're doing now is what pays the bills, what allows us to take care of ourselves, and that's it. We have no joy in doing it. There's no excitement in doing it. We don't look forward to waking up in the morning because we know that we're going to be doing what we love. What we dread is Sunday night when we have to prepare for the week ahead. I am here to tell you that that should not be. I am a firm believer that we should be doing what we love. I truly believe that. I honestly think that because we spend so much time working, because we have to eat, we have bills to pay, we have things to do. The majority of that time should be spent doing something that we at least enjoy. It should not be something that 
bores us, something that stresses us out, something that gives us anxiety. No, I'm not saying to get up tomorrow morning and quit your job because when the bill collector comes or when you get that bill from APUA, you're going to have to pay it. But what I'm saying is, have you given thought to what sets you on fire? Have you given thought to what gets your creative juices flowing? And if you have, what is stopping you from doing that thing? Now, I made note of a few excuses that I have made, and I'm sure you may be able to relate to one or all of them that I think hinders us from operating from our zone of genius. And the first one is, I don't have the time. I just don't have the time. I'm busy. Are we really busy? or? Are we lazy? You know, the time we spend scrolling on IG, scrolling on TikTok, scrolling on Facebook, why not reinvest that time into doing something that would get us closer to the ultimate job that we love? Why not spend that time working on developing that skill set that is needed for our field of interest? Why not spend that time reading up on the latest trends in our industry? I have been guilty of literally putting in my phone a reminder to spend some time working on my podcast. But then I would go on TikTok and I would say to myself, okay, I'm only going to spend a couple minutes on TikTok. I'm only going to spend a couple minutes on Instagram. But then before you know it, that hour that I would have dedicated to working on the podcast, on the podcast would have been the time that I spent scrolling on social media and I would keep scrolling and keep scrolling and I would find myself saying, okay, just one more post, just one more post. I'm only going to look at one more video. I'm only going to look at one more story. And then before you know it, it's midnight or it's two o'clock in the morning. Don't judge me. So in light of today's topic, if we were to take the time that we spend on social, for example, which admittedly it takes up a lot of our time, If we were to take that time back and reinvest it into ourselves in a productive way, in a healthy way, how much further along would we be? I think it's not a matter of not having the time, but the time that we do have is not being used properly. The time that we do have is is being invested into non-essentials. The non-essentials could be, as I said, social media. It could be spending time on the phone, gossiping about this person, that person, and the third. It could be reading up on things that is of no use to us whatsoever. Did you get where I'm going? We have the time. We're just not using our time properly. Perhaps it could mean waking up an hour earlier in the morning. If it is you do have a really busy day or a really demanding job, it could be that you may have to make the sacrifice And in saying you, I'm talking to myself as well. It could be that we have to make the sacrifice of waking up an extra hour early so that we can use that time to do what it is we know we should be doing. We have to make the time. I say that too because I have had moments where I would be dog tired, like ridiculously tired, exhausted mentally and physically. But I would have to drag myself out of bed the very next day because what? I have a job to go to. If I don't go to work, I don't get paid. If I don't get paid, I can't take care of myself. Now, I say that to say, how 
often do we push ourselves and make the sacrifice to do the work we're paid to do, but yet still we can't push ourselves and make the sacrifice for our own lives or into ourselves. I understand that it's easier said than done because that paycheck at the end of the month is a very big motivating factor. But if it is that you're in a job that you're not happy with, you're not satisfied with, why not use that fuel of being unsatisfied, being unmotivated Monday mornings, Tuesday mornings, Wednesday mornings, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, depending on how you work and use that to say, you know what? I don't want to be unhappy for the rest of my life doing this. Let me focus on what I do want to do. Let me focus on the area that is of interest to me so that I can eventually transition into that. Why not do that? We slave and we sacrifice and we we go all out for our employers, but we don't do that for ourselves. Think about it. You know you dread going into the office every day. You know you dread having to answer a million and one emails or being in, in, in countless meetings that, in your opinion, aren't fruitful. But yet still, we're not doing anything about it. We're not making the necessary steps towards doing what we actually want to do. And so my encouragement to you is the time that we spend focusing on the non-essentials, the time that we spend focusing on social media, why not take that time to build ourselves? Why not take that time to really pursue those things that are of interest to us? Another excuse that we tend to use is someone's already doing it. Been there, done that, here I am sharing with you. There are a lot of people doing the things that we want to do. There are millions of clothing stores, millions of makeup brands. There are lots of designers. Nothing is new under the sun. But my response to that excuse of someone's already doing it is always this. If your favorite content creator, fashion designer, or author gave in to that thought, because I'd like to believe that we've all been there. If they gave in to that thought, we would not be enjoying their work today. Likewise, the same applies to us. Yes, we may think that the market is saturated, or we may think that, okay, our idea is not unique. It may not be, but your approach to it may be. The way in which you will put it together would stand out if you're willing to invest the time, the energy, the resources in in, in perfecting it. If you're struggling with the thought of this field is saturated, there are too many people doing this, perhaps what you can do is ask the wisdom of God to show you how you can stand out, show you how you can be different. Don't continue to use it's already being done as an excuse because someone is actually waiting on your way of doing whatever that thing is. Someone is waiting for your stamp, your style, your personal touch. I can tell you right now, there are lots of podcasts on personal development and self-help and that sort of thing, but there are some that really jump out at me. There are some that I really love to listen to. And when I think about 
those moments where I would feel discouraged or those moments where I'd feel like, you know what, why do I even bother? I would think about those persons. I would think about those hosts and think to myself, well, I'm sure they've had their off days too. And if they can keep going, so can I. If they did not continuously push past their own feelings, I would not be enjoying their content today. If our favorite YouTubers decided, you know what, everybody's on YouTube, I'm not going to vlog, I'm not going to join YouTube, we would not be enjoying their content today. So allow me to remind you that there are people literally waiting for your personal brand to hit the market, for your touch to be put on whatever it is that is on your heart to do. Don't keep those people waiting much longer. The opposite to that excuse of someone's already doing it is I don't see anyone else doing it. And I would agree that can be very daunting. When you have this idea and you don't have no point of reference to to guide you, you, you have no one at all to actually mirror or observe to help you through the ups and downs. You would feel to yourself, you know what, perhaps I should not do this. But then it goes back to what I said a while ago. There are people waiting on what you have to bring to the table. Yes, you may not have a point of reference, but the beauty about it is when you're the first to do something, you're then inspiring others who may have a similar idea to pursue that goal, to pursue that purpose. And they can now use you as their point of reference. They can now look to you for guidance, for mentorship, for advice. One of the things that I strongly believe is our mistakes are not for ourselves. Whenever we would fall or mess up, I honestly believe that someone else is going to benefit from that. We may not feel like it in the moment. We may not feel like it during the up and down that's happening. But after the fact, you know, we may find ourselves in a conversation. We may find ourselves you know, just chatting with a friend or catching up with someone. And we end up using that situation as a sort of encouragement or to say, hey, I've been through the same thing. And beyond our own comprehension, that little, that moment of sharing that would have set someone else free. That moment of sharing would have encouraged someone to keep going. So I say that to say that, yes, you may not have someone to look to as you venture out into this new project as you decide to start that business, as you decide to, you know, make this career change. But if you're willing to tough it out, if you're willing to be open to learning, being open to tweaking and and perfecting and understanding that you will have some tough moments, know that at the end of it all, when you are successful, someone else is going to be able to come to you for help and guidance. And you will feel so good knowing that you're able to help someone going through the same thing. You're able to help someone avoid some of the mistakes that you've avoided because what you allowed yourself to be open to learning. You allowed yourself to be open to, to making mistakes because we're not always going to get it the first time. We're not always. We're not going to get it the first time. We're not always going to get it the second and third time. But as we keep going, we learn as we do. And that is something I am learning as well. We learn as we do. The more I, I 
dive into podcasting, the more I commit myself to it, the more I'm learning and I'm making little changes along the way. And I know that there's coming a time where everything will just be how it's supposed to be. It would look and sound how it's supposed to be. But for right now, you know, it's just a matter of making small changes here, making small tweaks there. So don't let the excuse of, I don't see anyone else doing it, scare you. Lean into it and allow yourself to be the first. It's good to be number one. It's not always our preferred choice, depending on the situation. But when you're the first person to do something, everything else is just a copy. Everything else is just a replica. Because there's no one else that's going to be able to do it like you. The final excuse that we tend to use to not operate from our zone of genius is what are people going to say? Now, the thought of people's reactions, people's comments, people's feedback is enough to cripple us to the point where we don't even start. Sometimes we don't even think about the thing anymore because we're just totally consumed by what are people going to say. You only understand this fear if you've been in the position. Some people are very bold. Some people are very confident. Some people don't care what people say and they're able to just do what they're supposed to do. And whatever backlash they get, whatever negativity they get, they use it as fuel. I am still learning to do that. I am still walking in that phase. But what I can say is that Taking too much time to think about what people are going to say, it robs us of the time that we could be using to develop ourselves, develop our craft, and do the necessary work to be where we want to be. People are going to say what they want to say regardless. And what you'll find too is that the successful people, the people who are living their best life, who are doing what they feel called to do, they don't have time to look at you and be like, oh, why is she doing that? Why is he doing that? I would have never done that. I would have never made that career change. They don't have time for all of that. It's the people who aren't doing anything with their life. The people who are struggling with their own insecurities where it comes to their career and their purpose in life, they're the ones who will sit behind the computer and write a holy epistle about why you're this and why you're that. And they're the ones that will troll you on social media. Successful people don't have time for that. They do not have the time for that. So that is something that we need to remind ourselves of. The people that's giving us hell are the people who reside there themselves and are struggling to get out. So with that in mind, let us not give them the satisfaction of slowing us down. Let us not give them the satisfaction of holding us back. Let them talk. Let them have a whole conversation by themselves. Because the moment we turn our attention to them, we are giving them more fuel to take us down. And we cannot afford to do that. You have the time. You just have to move away from the non-essentials. Take a step back from TikTok, put down the phone, go pick up that book, go do that research, go work on that business plan. And trust me, when you invest that time in yourself, that momentum is going to fuel you to keep going, keep going, keep going. You may think that the market is saturated. You may think that there are lots of other people 
doing what you aspire to do. But like I said, your personal touch, your unique perspective, someone else is waiting on that. You may think that there's no one else doing what you aspire to do. It's okay to be the first. Relish in that. Be confident in that. Stand in that. And step out in boldness. And of course, understand that people are going to talk. But the difference is those who do talk are those who aren't doing better themselves. So, our note to self this week is... Note to self, cultivate ways to honor your zone of genius. There is something that you specifically should be doing that other people are waiting to benefit from. Find out what that is and do it. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Note to Self Diaries. I hope something that I would have said today would have sparked something in you to start that thing that you've been putting off, to finally pursue that goal, that dream that wakes you up in the morning and puts you to bed at night that you've just been having on the shelf for the longest while. I hope that I was able to encourage you some way, somehow during today's session. If you were moved or inspired by today's talk, I would love to hear from you. You can send your feedback to alicia at noticevdiaries.com. That's A-L-I-C-I-A at noticevdiaries.com. Or you can share your feedback with me via Instagram at noticevdiaries. I look forward to hearing from you this week. And until our next session, take care.